0: Sukkah Perik, Gimel, Mishnah Vav 3.15, the last of the Perak, and pretty much the last of the Mishnahs that talk about the Mitzvah of Lulav, more or less. The Mishnah here is considering what's the status of the Lulav for a woman on Shabbos. That is to say, we know that women are putter from the Mitzvah of Lulav. The question is, does that make the Lulav itself mukta? And at all events, the answer is going to be no, it's not mukta for the woman. But Exactly why she's able to handle it um, depends on a few different shitas. First of all, as a mechlokas t'naim whether women who are pater from a mitzvah aseshes mangrama, like for example shaking lulav, if they it's like optional for them a rishus, and if they do the mitzvah at least they get they get credit for it they'll get some schar. So there is a mechlokas t'naim, and one Sheeta is no women have absolutely no connection to mitzvahs that aren't commanded, and they're not mitzvahs. Therefore, there's no point in them doing them. It's not for them. Um, and actually, Rashi brings that approach, which would mean a woman who goes out of the way to Sheikh lulav would be like overbal tosif to to her mitzvah. Okay. Um, however, the post can rule like the other sheita, which is that women while not obligated to do mitzvahs aseshes vangrama, they are they may opt to do so, and if they do, they actually get zikhar. Um, Whether they should make a bracha or not, that's a separate machlokus. The Rambam says no, they ought not to make a bracha, and that certainly is how the mechaber comes, and therefore the minug by. Um, Sfardim is not to make the bracha when women take lulav and other mitzvahs, but the Ramah Paskans that women should make a bracha and that is the minag by Ashkenazim. Now here the Mishnah says, isha mm-hmm. A woman can accept this lulav from her husband or her son on Shabbos, Tov, We're assuming this is a mitzvah and therefore it's not mukta in the time of the Basin Mikdash. Nowadays, anyways, it's gonna be a mukta because no one's supposed to take Lulav on Shabbos. But here it's not a mukta for her. Um even according to the, our Mish is going like the Manda Amr holds, it's not a mitzvah for her, but still taking it from his hand is not a mukta. And the reason why is because I'm um, one of two approaches, either because since he needs it for a mitzvah, it makes it not a mukta item. It's it's like a clea that has use for him, and therefore she also is not considered to have be mukta in handling it. The other approach is actually, um, taka would be mukta for her. It's just that so long as he's holding it, as this is a general rule for mukta, when you're holding mukta, you don't have to, like you while it's in your hand, you can place it down where you want. And therefore, similarly, he can place it in her hand and she can place it um, where it ought to be, which is inside water to keep it fresh. And that's going to be okay. Okay. So a separate makhluk is there. At all events, she could take it. And umachazar rita, excuse me, Umachaziratu, and she can return it, lamayim Bishabas, back into water on Shabbos to keep it fresh. Um, the nuanced point of this Mishnah is that she can return it to water, but she can't put it into water for the first time. The reason why is because that would look, there's actually two pro- approaches in Mepharshim. Either that would look like she is um, kind of like tikkun like fixing a broken utensil, as much as the the lulav, and we're talking about old aminim that need to go in the water, would be drying out, and it's like fixing them. Um, the other approach is. It's not about looking like you're fixing utensil. it's a lulav, but rather it um, looks like you're like watering plants. And that would be a told of Zare'ah watering on Shabbos, which is forbidden. But if you're returning to water where it was before, it's not forbidden. Um, however, says Rabbi Yudah, Rabbi Machazirin. on Shabbos you can just return it to existing water. But, be Tov, Mosifin, they are more lenient when it comes to Yom Tov, and you can actually add more water, in contrast on Shabbos, you can't add water, because the problem I said before, one of those two problems, but on Yom Tov, you could add water to the, let's say the vase where the Lulav, or the Aravos, or the Hadassim, are sitting to stay moist. Uv Moed And when it comes to Cholom Moed, not only can you switch the water, but actually it's a mitzvah to yes, switch the water, to make sure that your Arbaminim stay nice and fresh. Um that one should make an effort to keep his lulav fresh, and also as it need be, and uh, indeed that it's not muktah on Shabbos, if there be a mitzvah, which nowadays there is not anyways, because we don't take the lulav on Shabbos. Finally, the Mishnah says, Katan a child who's old enough to know how to do the waving of the lulav, meaning the proper waving in all six directions, doing the three Shakes as we described before, however, that is going to be at that point Chaya He's obligated in the mitzvah lulav, meaning that there's a mitzvah chinuch on him. And although it's machlokus exactly if that means it's his mitzvah, or more straightforwardly, it's the father who has a mitzvah to be a child of that age. Um, certainly, there's a mitzvah in all events, to have a child who can shake the lulav properly, shake the lulav on sukkahs, and that's part of the mitzvah d'rabbanon of chinuch, training children to be ready to do mitzvahs when their proper time comes. And with that, we finish the third parakel, and go on now to the fourth one.